Hi. So today I'd like to talk about boundaries. We usually, or I should say, we often have quite a distinct reaction to the word boundaries. It's a word that gets used a lot around kind of giving us another thing to put on our self-care to-do list.、Um, I should have better boundaries. I should have clearer boundaries. I need to respect other people's boundaries. And it's something that comes up a lot in my work. And I think. That what it comes down to very often as TCKs is boundaries. If we draw boundaries, we risk other people not liking them. I mean, that's the thing with boundaries, right? A boundary says, "This is where I am, and these things that I need matter." And I'm going to hold that space for myself. It can create conflict. It can invite disagreement, and so much of our early years as third culture kids are spent adapting to other people's needs, other people's preferences. We make ourselves fit the requirements of the context in which we find ourselves, and that can be an amazing skill set. To be able to morph and adapt, to translate ourselves in a way that makes other people comfortable, can be a real life enhancer. It can help us negotiate, make good business decisions and deals. It can ease relational strain. But there's this glitch that happens for a lot of my clients, and it's something I've experienced myself. Where that's all well and good, but how much? Is a skill set that we're deploying, and how much is avoiding, avoiding letting other people feel uncomfortable, avoiding them feeling let down by us, avoiding anger or disappointment. When we draw a boundary, we are prioritizing. Our need, and that just doesn't sit very well for a lot of us. Very often, when I suggest that we explore different ways of approaching a boundary that needs to be set, that a client has identified needing, there's this almost Visible squirm, where we say instead, "But that would make them unhappy. 
but then they'll think this about me. And that's a really important one too, because another piece of this is the constant management that we are often engaged in as TCKs to impression manage, to control, there's a triggery word, right? To try and control what other people think about us. One of the marvelous side effects of being very adaptable is we have a pretty high rate of success in being able to make people like us. We render ourselves inoffensive, undemanding, interesting, skillful, but always likable if we can. And if we are faced with a situation where stating our need or our identity is likely to make them not like us, or we think it might make them not like us, that is deeply uncomfortable. And setting boundaries is one of those situations because it's, it's identity work. It's a point in time where we differentiate our needs from the people around us. We don't pretend that our needs are going to get met by meeting their needs. We say, actually, that's not going to work for me. We say, I'm going to need this to happen instead. We say, I need to do this for me. We might even say, I don't want to talk about it anymore. All of that boundary setting, all of those boundary statements are no. Just no. They're not invitations to battle. They're just not for me. Thank you. Why does that make us so afraid that they won't like us? Why would our no render us dislikable? And I think that brings us to a very core piece of a lot of our TCK identity or the way we have built our TCK identity is we don't do that. We don't differentiate ourselves in a way that might make things difficult for the other. In Carl Rogers' um, person-centered counseling, um, sort of the way he develops his theory, there are these core conditions of worth that we often talk about. And these core conditions are phrases that begin, I am lovable if. They're conditional worth statements. For a lot of us, the phrase goes something like, I am lovable if I'm not too much trouble. I am worthy if I am not demanding. I am worthy if I add value more than I take. So when we say no, we are contradicting our own internalized sense of how we get our worth. Of course that's uncomfortable. 
we are betraying our own deeply founded belief system about how we gain access to belonging and to love. Because that core belief is wrong. Because we cannot survive and we certainly cannot thrive in a life that we claim to be our own if we are constantly appeasing and pleasing others at the expense of our own needs and desires. The other issue that I come across with boundaries is that we tend to see them as always relationally risky and of course they are. This is one of the dire things about them is when I invite somebody to hear my boundary, I do risk rejection. But it's also an invitation to intimacy, an invitation to mutual respect. As much as it might risk a breach in relationship, it can also save relationship because what do we do if we don't hold boundary we enter relationships where we give 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 and then what are we really good at doing as tck's very often we leave at the point at which it becomes overwhelming and too much the point at which we can't enter into an interaction with that person because they're going to suck us dry it will be a black hole where we lose ourselves we simply exit boundaries allow relational negotiation to happen before we need to escape to survive It's an invitation to that other person to say, this relationship would be a lot more sustainable to me if. Of course, it's rare that we just actually get to the point of stating it like that, right? There are other ways of communicating this. So I'm trying to think off the top of my head now of a boundary breach that might need addressing. Perhaps we have a family member or a friend that keeps wanting to raise a certain topic of conversation and we begin to dread interaction with this person because somehow we end up talking about that thing that we don't want to talk about because we find it upsetting, because we fundamentally disagree, because somehow it ends up making us feel awful. And so we start to feel ourselves backing away from that person or just feeling helpless in their midst like we have no control so we can give up on our own needs we can run away and just ghost them refuse to answer their calls pretend we didn't get their messages or we can set boundaries And we don't have to do this by sitting them down and having a kind of intervention conversation. That often invites conflict and defensiveness and drains us of the tiny precious amount of energy we've got left for the relationship. So what we can do instead is redirect conversation. If there's persistence, we interrupt it. But we can do it with, oh, I've just remembered I haven't offered you coffee. Would you like some coffee? <laughs> we can simply put on our blinkers and refuse to engage. Or we can 
leave events early. When we get messages along a certain topic, we can reply to those elements of the message that are okay by us and refuse to reply to the other element. Or we can be more direct about it and say, I'm not comfortable talking about that. Let's talk about this instead. If we repeat these boundary setting statements and behaviours, they are an invitation to the other person to notice our discomfort. Of course, we have to be willing to show our discomfort, right? To show them through our behaviour changes or our overt requests. And if over time, these boundaries are not respected, then we have a choice. But we do know that if we leave at this point, it is a choice rather than evasion of discomfort. We've allowed that other person an opportunity to invest in the relationship just as much as us. We've basically said, I adapt to you. Here's your opportunity to adapt to me. And of course, for a lot of us, that's really uncomfortable too. We grow up being the adapters. The idea that somebody else might put themselves out a little for us can be a hard one to accept. But it's what creates sustained, long-term, meaningful interactions where there's give and take rather than just a series of intense short-term relationships. Boundaries. Boundaries are what save me from built-up resentment. Boundaries are what protects my energy so there's a little joy in every day. Sometimes a lot of joy. Boundaries says no, I can live with your unhappiness because that's yours to take care of. Your unhappiness is not mine to fix, especially when it wasn't intentionally caused, but simply predicated on my need to meet my need. I need time out by myself for a bit. That might make you unhappy. But you're an adult. You can deal with that. Even with our children, these boundaries can make the difference between feeling happy about a play or craft activity rather than resentful that here we are once again doing what they want. And we haven't had a moment to ourselves all day. That give, give, give can be a slow drip poison feed into a relationship that simply doesn't take it where we really want it to go. Prioritizing our own needs keeps us healthy. But it is an active discipline towards the resilience where we learn to cope with other people's discomfort. And it makes sense why that's so hard for us because other people, risking making other people unhappy with us was a real high risk scenario for our childhoods. 
It meant the difference between fitting in at a new school and not. Between being accepted by our extended family abroad and not. But at some point, and parents, this is something you can do for your TCKs as they're growing up. At some point, we need to find a way of coping with other people's unhappiness because we cannot protect them from it by endlessly adapting not if we want happiness for ourselves it's a hard hard thing and it's worth every step of the journey there are some great books out there on boundary setting on why boundaries are hard But I just wanted to post this podcast because it's something that comes up a lot in my work and I think it is a particular problem for TCKs where so much of our social survival has been predicated on adaptivity and lack of boundaries. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you want to continue this conversation or have anything to add to it, do go ahead and email me, contact me through my website. I'd love to to hear from you. Thank you. Bye.